This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Let's put a hand for the Lord. Let's appreciate the gift of God. Let's appreciate the grace of God. Let's thank God for what God is doing. Thank you, Father. You may be seated in God's presence. Thank you, choir. Don't go far away. We may need you soon. I want to thank God for today. I want to thank God for the privilege to stand before you this morning. I don't take it lightly. And I thank God for what God is doing in this place. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be a part of what God is doing. To be a living witness. I praise God for his grace upon the set man here. And for all the people who are ably supporting this work. And I thank God for every one of you that are here. And I believe that God brought you here not, on accident, not by accident, but on purpose. And I certainly believe every one of you that are here today, there is something that will tangibly you know, shift in your life this month in the name of Jesus. I was tremendously blessed by the prayer. And in fact, it changed the direction of the little words I have to share with you this morning. I just believe that I just want to coast on what has already been done. Now, let me say this quickly because of time. I am mindful of the fact that prayer is a necessity in the life of every believer. But guess what? If you pray and it stops there, it's not good enough. I tell people, don't pray if you have no intention of doing anything. And don't do anything if you are not ready to pray. We have prayed, and I certainly believe every word spoken that we, because the Bible says, believe the Lord thy God, you'll be established. Believe his prophet, and you shall prosper. I challenge people when they come to church, I say, before you leave your home, if you're a serious-minded person, you're going to pray. You say, God, I'm going to the church. To join other believers. I am a believer. What I come and what I hear, I will believe. Because I am a believer, save me from believing just anything. As I leave home, I pray that you will speak through the man of God. For my own sake, let the words he will speak be the word you are speaking. Because when I come, I will believe. And as I hold on to your word, I will act on it so that you will do what you say you will do. So when you have that sense and you pray before you leave home, then you come into the house of God as a believer, believing that as you hear the word, God is speaking to you. Did God speak to someone here today? Now if the word went out and the word is that this is a month of harvest, you have no business to sit down to debate it, to question it, to ask it. Can it be? Is it? Will there be a harvest? Because if God is speaking, don't be like the, the, the special advisor of the king who when Elisha said in 24 hours, there'll be a turnaround and said, even if the, even if the windows of heaven were to open, how can this be? And they said, you will see it, but you will not partake of it. I pray this morning, you will not just be a seer, you will be a partaker. Pray this 12 month will be a month of harvest for you. 
I don't care if all through from January to November nothing happened. But I care what God says. And I hold on to what God says because I believe he has spoken. Some of us never hear the word of God. We never hear what God has said. Bless you, my sister. But God is still speaking. And he's speaking every day. Only if you hear. Only if you believe. Jesus said unto them, all things are possible unto them that believe. Are there believers in the house here? Come on, say, Lord, I believe. Every word that you speak. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Now, when you receive God's word, how does God's word get to work? I believe that the word of God works wonders. And I believe that the word is meant for the profiting of people. In the book of Hebrews, he said the same word that was preached to some, it profited some, but others, due to unbelief, they could not take it and they did not have it. And they died in the wilderness. The word I have for you is simple. What I heard in the spirit is that tell the people, prepare. Let me tell somebody, prepare. Because a man that is expecting a harvest prepares for the harvest. Are you with me? One of the signs that you are a believer is not simply saying, I believe. Too many people say, I believe, nothing happens. The evidence of the belief is that what you do. And that's why the Spirit says this morning to someone here, prepare. Against your unbelief, prepare. Against your doubt, prepare. Against the things you're saying, prepare. 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 Do you know God prepares ahead? He does not wait for you to believe before he prepares. Exodus chapter 23, verse 20. The word of the Lord says, Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you to the place which I have prepared. Say, God has prepared something. This year, God has prepared something. And I will not cross over until I enter into the place that God has prepared for me. I sent an angel before. Who is that angel? It's not the white angel with wings flagging, you know, flagging all over the place. No. The angel is the man of God, the servant, the ministers of God, that God uses and sends a word for the one who believes. Am I speaking to someone? And the essence is to keep you in the way. Because you can go off the way. There is a way that seems right to a man, but at the end of it is destruction. It is not in a man to direct himself. To keep you in the way and to bring you thee into the place which I have prepared. I want you to know you didn't enter into 2014 by accident. I want you to know that when you are crossing over, the only reason God allowed you to cross over was because he had something in store for you. Maybe some of you, you have received it. 
And I praise God for your life. Maybe some of you, there are still some burning desires and expectations. Things you have committed to God and things that you have prayed. And I want you to know something. God is a good God. You don't pray for bread, he will give you scorpion. Am I speaking to someone? God is a good God. And his thoughts towards us are thoughts of good and not of evil. And there's hope and expectation. Am I speaking to a believer here? And there are things that many people are desiring and waiting for. And I want to tell you, it is never late with God. Are you with me? Our times may never be the same, but it is never late with God. And that's why this month is a crucial month. The 11th month is a month where there's a lot of shaking. But also in the 11th month is the month also you, could, you can see the 11th hour miracle. Where even at the last hours, God still intervenes. And I believe so strongly in this 12th month, as has been declared by the man of God here, we are entering into a season where God will establish what concerns you. God will perfect what concerns you. The troubles you have gone through and the things, the tests you have seen are meant for a testimony. You won't cross over until your testimony is complete. The struggle, the challenges were meant for your perfecting. And God will perfect what concerns you. In the name of Jesus. But how do we go about engaging this prayer and producing results? Number one, because after you pray, what do you do? Number one, in preparing, I want you to know something. And I thank God today is Thanksgiving. The Bible tells us in Psalm 78, I want you to see something. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody prepare. In Psalm 78, I want to read some few verses. I want to read from verse 42. They forgot about his power and how he rescued them from their enemies. They forgot his miraculous signs in Egypt, his wonders on the plain of Zoan. You know, when a man is believing God and expecting God to do something, one of the things that sustains the belief is when one can remember. I tell people, I mean, I've, I've been through a lot, and God has seen me through. And let me tell you the truth. That you are a Christian, a child of God, does not mean you are exempted from challenges of life. Every day has enough trouble of his own. <laughs> Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. You can never pray away trouble, but you can always overcome trouble. One testimony will open you up to another test that will lead you to another testimony. And as long as this life endures, we will grow from one overcoming to another overcoming. From one testimony to another testimony. But the challenges will always be there. The Bible says that they forgot. They forgot. You know, even sometimes people pray, but they forget what they even prayed about. Sometimes people are confessing, but they even forget what they were confessing about. You know, sometimes people are even believing, they even forget what they were believing about. 
You know, sometimes you can even come to a place where you say, okay, you are trusting God, but you forget that God can do. It's like by the time the year is coming to an end, something strange happens. Do you know what happens? The devil begins to help you to remember the things that haven't happened. And he helps you to forget all the things that happened. And you know, it's so easy, I found, to forget. Sometimes the people you help, they forget so quick that you even help them. The people who are in trouble, they forget so quick. Some people who are so poor, you know, who are so poor, by the time God blesses them, they even forget where you are coming from. Some of us that are here today, we forget where we were were coming from, how we got to where we are. And all we are thinking is about the fact that we have not gotten to where we want to get to. And when we forget, we tend to ignore the fact that God has been helpful and he has seen us through. Am I speaking to someone? Today, somebody could be faced with all the thoughts of all the things that have not yet happened. And you are still looking and wondering, God, why? I, I was sharing with some people just before I flew in yesterday, uh, you know, that do you know it is only when you are alive that you can even start talking about what happened or what did not happen? Do you know it's only when you are alive that you can still dream? Do you know when you are, it's only when you are alive that you can still hope? Whatever things you want to do, if life is not there, you can't do nothing. Praise God. So are you even thankful for the life that you have? It was within the power of men to decide who would have life and who would not have life. There was a reggae uh, singer I used to love, uh, Yellow Man. You know, Yellow Man said, if life was a thing that money could have bought, the rich would have lived and the poor would have died. I can't take it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now, if life was a thing that money could buy, all the rich people would grab the life. And then all the poor people will just die. Unfortunately, it is one thing nobody has control of. Only God has control. So if you are still alive, <laughs> if you are still alive, you must not forget to thank him. Ah, to say, ah, thank you, God. I haven't seen the breakthrough, but you have kept me because you are not true with me. Look at someone and tell somebody, God is not true with you. The only reason why you are still alive, I'm telling you, the only reason why God has kept you, regardless of whatever may have been happening, is because God is not true with you. Now, some of us may think we have seen it all, but even if it has been all so good, I'm telling you, better things still lie ahead. As long as you keep in step with God, because God is not true with you. They forgot. They forgot. That's why David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Because you see, if you can remember what God has done for you, it makes it easier for you to believe God for even the things that have not yet been done. And if you can thank God for what God has done, you will provoke God to do what has not yet been done. Am I speaking to someone? So the first thing, when you pray, you keep thanking God. Are you with me? Thank God for the man who gave the testimony. I say, don't preach my sermon. <laughs> because you know why? After you have prayed, what do you do? You give thanks. 
The Bible says in all things do what? Do what? So are you ending this year on Thanksgiving note? Or are you going to end this year on complaining mood? Are you going to end this year on a murmuring note? Or are you going to end this year on a praise note? The Bible says in all things give thanks. For this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks. Give thanks. It doesn't really matter what has happened. Give thanks. It doesn't matter where you are. Give thanks. Give thanks. After you are prayed, give thanks. But to give thanks, thanks is a product of gratitude. And I tell people time and time again, what you take for granted is what will get you grounded. Too many times we take many things for granted. And that's why we fail to have a sense of gratitude even when we engage God. Some people believe certain things are their birthright. It's because I'm qualified. It's because I deserve it. Your prayers and everything, if it is not from God's mercy, it will still not go anywhere. Are you with me? There are some people who pray like anything and they don't see results. There are some people they don't even pray much and God causes many things to happen. In fact, the way life is, the Bible says the, the, the race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. Bread is not to the wise. No, riches to men of understanding. How come? How come? Some people, you are more intelligent than them in school, but they still excel in life. Am I speaking to someone? Because it's just the mercy of God. The grace of God. And God's grace is abundant and plenteous to all. Including you. It's not by your qualification. That's why you can't take anything for granted. A grateful heart before God. Even as we commit to God our ways. We commit to God our thought. We present to God our desires. But we engage God with a grateful heart. Every day presents an opportunity to be grateful to God. That you sleep and you wake up. is not something to take for granted. Healthy people went to sleep and didn't wake up. And there's no explanation. But their time is up. I believe your time is not up. I believe God still has plans for your life. I believe you will cross over into the new year because God still has many things in store for you. And as you go into the new year, you will see God do new things in your life. But in this 12th month, as we are rounding the year, I believe you will finish well. I believe the things for this year will be settled this year. I believe there will be no carryover. You may cross over. But you will not carry over. Say with me, I will not carry over. But I will cross over. In the name of Jesus. The blessings of this year will be released. As has been declared, you know, through the mouth of the servant of God. I see God releasing your harvest. But the harvest will be provoked by thanksgiving. Tell somebody, don't forget. When we remember, not only do we give thanks to God, but when we remember, it enables us to be able to re, you know, 
have our faith and our confidence in God re-energized. You see, because in a season and a time like this, when the devil is busy tempting and trying people and telling people to, you know, to shut down, you can keep on till the very last day, keep believing God. i never forget once, I was sharing in the church, we were, we were at a time we were in a deficit of almost 30,000 euros. And I told God, Lord, I don't want to cross over into the new year with this deficit. Because we had a major work to do in the building. And the days were drawing closer and closer. And it looks as if we're going to carry the same depths, you know, into the new year. And I wanted to have a clean break. And I prayed and prayed. And I didn't know what would happen. But I just believed God somehow that God would do something. Nothing, no, no news came from anywhere. No anything strange. But something said, keep checking the, 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 the church account. I kept checking, nothing was happening. 30th, nothing happened. 31st, nothing happened. Then on the first, I still went there again. Nothing happened. It, it was holiday. By the second, when I opened the account, I discovered on the 30th, a transfer was made from Lagos, Nigeria. An individual who was in my church, who had not been paying tithe, in fact, remitted 30,000 euros. <laughs> because I just believed God. I didn't know how it would happen. But I didn't know. He didn't talk to me. We didn't discuss. But something came true. It was a major way by which God boosted my faith. You know, when I'm at a point I'm down, when I remember what God, where he has seen me through, how he has brought me through, it, it reminds me and it tells me whatever I'm facing now, God is able to see me through and God will deliver me. How many people will God deliver this morning? Praise God. Today is Thanksgiving Day and I just want you to prepare because God is going to see us through and is taking us through in the precious name of Jesus. But beyond the thanksgiving, the other aspect of the preparation as I round up is the fact that the man who is waiting for a harvest, the evidence of it is that the person begins to prepare. What are the things that you're believing God for before this year is over? Still engage yourself. You don't pray and go to sleep. Am I speaking to someone? Even the places where they've said, no, go back. They'll be waiting for you to say, we're sorry. If you just lie down there, you're waiting. It will not happen that way. Prayer should get you into action. Prayer should constrain you, compel you, and get you out. Why are you doing what you're doing? Because you are prayed and you believe. Am I speaking to someone? Once you engage God by thanksgiving, you keep having an attitude of gratitude. And this is the way you are walking with faith, abiding faith in God, refusing to give up. You keep going back, you will receive a pleasant surprise. Encourage me with a better amen. Yeah. How many of us are getting ready for a pleasant surprise? Your harvest will not pass you by. As you go back, if it's the doctor, go back to the doctor. They will check you again. They will see that something has changed. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
faith engages. After you pray, you get out and go and do what you're praying about. How many of us are ready for action? You see, in the final lap in a race, people don't slow down. People don't take it easy. When you are in a race, what do you do? When they ring the last bell, they say this is the final lap. What happens? People do what? I know some people, people will tell you we are shutting down. Don't shut down. Am I speaking to someone? Don't shut down. They say we are taking a break. Don't take a break. Why? Because you are not true. In fact, if you are done for the year, then begin to prepare for the next year. So get busy. Get expectant because you are believing God for something. How many of us are believing God still for things? Let's rise up on our feet. Let's rise up. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.